What's up, what's up? Welcome to the Stello Fellow Podcast, where we talk faith, family, fashion, and fitness. Glad that you are here. I don't know what episode this is because I have started recording and then numbering incorrectly. So episode, I don't know. But welcome to the podcast slash, if you're you're watching the video, it's a video too. So if you haven't seen that, you can go to any avenue, I guess, to find that. It's probably, they got a clip at least on Instagram, and maybe go on Instagram TV, and then you can go to Facebook and find it there. You can go to YouTube, look it up there, or you can go to the website, stellafellow.com, and look at podcasts, and there's video in there. I'm going to start dropping the videos and the podcast links on the blogs as well. Regardless, glad you're here today. If you are enjoying that EP track, my boy Andrew Holder, aka Produce, made that thing. He is a bean roaster and EP recording extraordinaire. So hats off to him. Click it real quick. Thank you, sir. And then watch this. It's gonna like it's gonna fade out. Fade out. Boom. That's called called cold. That's called quality producemanship. Even though that's not something I do. Uh, but I do now. So produce taught me how to do it. And once again, hats and beans off to you, buddy. Regardless. Here we go. So today, what are we talking about today? I just dropped a blog called How to Be Healthily, not happily, but healthily married. And uh, so the, the picture on it, I dropped one last week that I got in trouble for. In fair enough, got in trouble for it. Not by like the government or anything, but by my wife. Because she said, hey, maybe there are some things we shouldn't talk about. And so I said, okay, maybe you're right. Because uh, there's another one coming out later that's uh, when it's her, but it has to be me. That one's going to be fun. It has nothing to do with the last situation regardless. I dropped a blog called How to Be the Healthy Hyper Sexual One in the Relationship. That was clearly too much info. So uh, forgive me if you were offended by the F- what is it called? Too much T, too much T M I. There it is. Too much. <laughs> I don't know. There's no F involved in too much info, but regardless, uh, I gave it to you anyway. So it was only out for about an hour and it worked great for clickbait. I had more clicks on that thing in an hour than I have most of the blogs, regardless. Uh, so it shows where everyone's mind is at when they see something that says sex. They go, oh, double click. And here we go. Regardless, how to be healthily married. Ryan and I have been together for almost two decades. Uh, we've been married for uh, like 17 and a half. It'll be 18 years in June. And then we were engaged for eight months. And then before that, we dated for like a year. So it's eh, roughly two decades. So we started, uh, we were, we met when we were sophomores in high, er, in high school. No, we didn't. We were sophomores in college at DBU. And we started dating shortly after that. We actually we didn't actually start dating. We met in August, and then we started, like, officially, like, define the relationship in December. Not because I didn't want to define it, but because Lil' Miss... <laughs> I wanted to say something about pants, but everything was going to sound bad. So I, so I decided not to. Regardless, somebody wasn't ready for a committed relationship yet at the ripe old age of 19. And I wanted to get married when I was 12. So, you know, fair enough, right? Anyway, so we didn't start dating until Christmas that year. Um, but, like, we started hanging out pretty soon after we met. So it was one of those things where, like, we met at college. Like, I'm walking down the sidewalk, and this girl's sitting there, and she's like, Hey, will you pick me up? And I was like, Well, you're weird. Uh, but you're cute. So, yeah, sure. So I help her out, and we talk for a minute, go about my business, and then I see her the next day. 
she yells at me, hey, I'm at work weed eating, wearing a cowboy hat with my sleeves rolled up. So I felt I felt pretty good about myself that day. And then I was like, oh, look, the cute girl. And I was like, maybe she likes me. And then my next thought was, eh, she's like that with everybody. Then I get home from work one day. I walk in and my roommate's like, hey, bro, Ryan called. She wants to uh, hang out tonight. Not like with him. He's like, like with you, man. And uh, so, yeah, she made the first move. If you're wondering that, does that mean that I am not a leader in our relationship? No, it means I was chasing two other girls at the time. And and I thought she liked somebody else at the time. In fact, she was dating this other dude for a little while. That's my coffee sip. And regardless, so, uh, yeah, she's like, hey, you, you, you want to hang out? So I call her, so we go. Our first date ever was at... Taco Cabana. <laughs> I froze for a minute. I was, was going to say Roses, but that it wasn't Roses because there wasn't a Roses at that point here. There was one like in Amarillo, but not in the Dallas area. So anyways, uh, kind of the nutshell of the whole thing is um, like we were both highly active people. Like we loved people and we loved even more like this idea of like being able to flirt with people and just enjoying the fact that we were young. Why we were 19 years old. Like life is fun when you're that age. And when you like we, we were born into... Uh, families that worked hard, made good money, were able to send us to college. Uh, like we had jobs when we were kids, and we've worked hard. And at the same time, like we, we're we're we've been very lucky and blessed to be where we are and to grow up where we did and have the things that we did and have like our parents paid for our college, both of us. Like we didn't walk into marriage with debt. We had parents who were like very intentionally prepared for us to go to school to be able to do that and it was massive blessing and so that's something that we do now college is really expensive if you're watching this and you have anything to do with uh institutions and the cash flow that it costs to send a kid there golly molly like maybe let's reevaluate because the world is changing and school's getting more expensive the trend is like this and I bet in the next 10 years, the attendance is going to be like this. So we may want to retool how we think through that. Regardless, it has nothing to do with being healthily married. Uh, like I was saying, like life was a lot of fun. Like We didn't have any real responsibilities. There were no real problems, no really anything. It was just like play day every day, all day. And school was fun, work was fun, life in college it was fun. And we had a lot of fun together Well, like once that relationship began. We also fought a lot, and once we actually started dating, it was this process of not only trying to understand each other, but to be able to adjust to how we individually not only viewed the relationship, but how we handled conflict inside it. We Again, at 19, both of us were, here's the thing, Ryan and I both are babies of our family, um, families, babies of our families, we at the time, we're very used to being the center of attention regardless of where we were, whether it was school or work or uh, sports or play or hanging out with friends or at church or in our youth groups or if it had home. It, it We, we typically had the attention of those around us. And so us then, try, they say that it's typically not the case with attraction of people. You t- usually don't have two uh, babies of the family who end up getting married. It, at least that's what I hear. I don't know if that's true. I probably need to st- check that stat because apparently stats aren't really as statistical as we think they are. Well, they could be. I don't know. Sometimes they just make us feel better. Regardless, uh, it was an interesting learning curve for the both of us. You tick, you tick. You stick two divas in a relationship together, and 
uh, both of us are fighting for attention in our way, and you basically have a bomb waiting to go off on a daily basis. And that's what happened. Uh, we initially dated for four months. We started dating. This is crazy. I'm 38, and I remember two decades ago how this went down. Uh, dated for four months, started dating in December, and then Ryan dumped me the week after Easter. And it was a week-long process. Uh, it, it's actually kind of comical the way it all went down. Regardless, it, it was one of those, she was like, hey, I think we need to take a break. Why? Because we fought all the time. And it, it was, I think, beginning to wear on both of us pretty significantly. And then it's one of those things, like back then, at least, I don't know if this is this is still the case, but there was a trend, uh, that, or at least a theme that I saw that seemed to be a trend of uh, couples that, it looked like they're on the trajectory to get married, and when it really was time to like, yeah, I'm not going to make this decision or not, that girl typically would dump the guy, and it was like the test period to be like, wait, do I want to live without this guy? No. Or at times it was like, yeah, I do, and then it, and then things changed. Um, but it was really interesting that there were there were quite a few of those instances that happened. I thought we were going to not have one, but I was wrong, and we did. And uh, so we take this break, and it was interesting because <laughs> if you read the blog, it says, um, regardless, we still talked every day. We still made out on occasion almost daily, and we still went out and spent the weekends together at Ryan's uh, parents' house, uh, meaning like we would go over there for dinner and hang out and watch movies and things like that, um, like with her family. So basically nothing changed other than Ryan's ability to hang out with other guys, uh, which... As you read this thing, I say I like I at least mention the fact or acknowledge, raise my hand. Yes, this feels like a blog where I rip on Ryan for a while because I basically am ripping on Ryan for a while about how our dating relationship went, and I can't really help how it all went down, but it is very comical at this point in time. The point is, it was a challenge for us to figure out how not only to love each other but to actually be around each other, like like consistently. And um, the break lasted. It was like six weeks-ish, I think. By the summer, we were back together and then planning to get married. I remember being in the grocery store with Ryan. We were in Arlington. Had been hanging out at her parents' house with her family and went to get something at the store. And so we walk in and we're walking through. Like, I remember pushing the basket and her saying, like, she said, like, I want to marry you, like, next year. To which I was like, Wait, like, next, like, in 12 months? To which she said yes. So it was because that was the that really was like the pull the trigger of hey we're back together now. It wasn't like we we didn't we didn't sit down and have like this long defining conversation about here things have to be different. Here's what we've learned. Here's what we are now. It literally we're walking down the grocery store aisle. We're not officially dating right now. And she said hey I want to get married next June. Oh to you. Okay I guess we're uh, so we're back. Right. And it, it went from there. And it, it, our, our our entire story is like it's just it's fun. It's like fun and it's funny. And Ryan at times will still get mad when I'm frustrated about how something happened and doesn't want to talk about it. And that's totally fine. And and I sometimes feel like, hey, I'm not over these things yet. So I'm going to be mad still. And to which he's like, you have two children. We've been married for 20 years. Why don't you shut up now? Okay, fine. I've been going to therapy. I think I'm over everything at this point, regardless. So we're engaged for eight months. We got engaged that next October. Like I started saving for a ring. She wanted to get engaged in October. I don't know why. I still, I need to ask that question. Like, why October? Because I don't know. 
even she read this uh last night because of the last blog to make sure like is this one is this one okay because i didn't want to put something out there that she didn't want anybody to know or you hear about it, it's like okay that's more than i want to share which is again that totally fair there's some things that uh we shouldn't talk about so i i tend to be the guy that's like if i can use it i'm using it here we go ryan's more of the like hey stupid maybe don't say those things okay great she has a better filter than i do most of the time not always 90 percent of the time 98 percent of the time 99 fine there's one time one time i had a better filter in our relationship <laughs> regardless I, sometimes i wish someone else was here so not sometimes i bring people in here uh but it's fun to joke i have always been able to entertain myself and i think i'm hysterical i i can do stand-up comedy at home by myself for me no one else like no one else really thinks i'm funny but i think i'm hysterical so i've always been a huge fan my mom jesus and me i've always been big fans of me <laughs> <laughs> that's quality maybe not whatever uh so we get engaged in october and then we're engaged for eight months we got married in june which is actually the summer between our junior and senior year so ryan had another year left i finished early and started working because i was hitting the grind so that we could be married i was working in a plumbing shop and then i got a job teaching uh bible and science kind of weird uh, and then coaching football, and when I say football, like don't be confused with high school football in Texas, which is what I coach now. But back then, when I was 23, I got a job coaching six-man football, which is very similar to flag football for 10-year-olds, except they're wearing helmets and they're high school kids. It was really interesting. If you were on that team, there were some there were some incredible athletes on that team. Uh, a dude named Justin Wisenhunt hit harder, I think, maybe than anyone I have yet to meet still. Uh, like live coaching action, the, the dude was a train, uh, just like hammerhead. He weighed like a buck forty-five, and so phenomenal athlete, a ton of fun. Those the the guys on that team actually all signed a football for me that I still have uh, in my bedroom uh, that those guys signed, and just the the depth of coolness and, and the relationship that was established in a matter of months with those guys that I still literally still cherish and and have that. Uh, that I can look at and be like, man, those guys were, they were fun. So not knocking on that, but at the same time, I was coaching junior high six-man football, uh, which is different. It's a different ball game. And <clears throat> regardless, uh, Ryan's going to school and, and finishing up, and we're get, literally, it's like first year of marriage. We live down the street from our parents, and like, how do we make this thing work? You're still in school. You're trying to work. Ryan's actually working a side job. Not a side job. She was working a part-time job at a like a, a fancy high-end fashion boutique in Las Colinas, which is in the Dallas area. If you don't know where that's at, it's kind of in the middle. And uh, that's how she started her business. She was working there and began to interact with clients. And then uh, she had interned that took a little while to say it, interned with a person who does what she does now, an actual personal stylist that was her mom. She interned with her and got to know the business and kind of like, okay, what are the ropes and the basics of what she was doing? And then jumped in and started working with women and had a couple of things that happened and people that helped out along the way that handed her some like, hey, here's the list of names uh, to begin to, to call and all that kind of stuff. And Ryan just started selling herself. 
and uh, from a like, I'm, r- I'm good at this. I can come in and help you out. And she's uh, still like just freaking amazing at what she does. And there's not very many people that do what Ryan does, and nor to the level or the capacity which which she does it or the way. There are other people that do it, and everybody's looks different. Hers is fairly unique, and she's very, very good at it. And so what was funny is back then, at working part-time and going to school full-time, she made more money than I did working full-time. And now, uh, 17 years later, Ryan still makes more money than me in the same industry that she was in before. And we are both still strong-willed divas that fight each other for attention and our way, and we still are deeply in love with one another. And so, like, th- there we go. <laughs> Started the story, a lot of fun, but a mess because of our personalities and, like, just w- what's right with us and what's wrong with us. And fast-forward that and go, hey, we're married, and now we are almost 18 years into this and uh, the same things are true today that were true on day one about both of us that we have to work through and Ryan and I have driven each other crazy basically since the day we met from a both positive and negative standpoint I can say that she is the person that I love the most it, it like I know you can't really measure that kind of stuff and when you like when you're looking at that you're like man I got kids and like I what Yes, I could get like my job is the protector provider slash whatever it takes of me for them to survive, for them to have like a good life and have the things that they need and the things that they want and be taught and all that kind of stuff. Like that's I'm the first like I'm the first one responsible and then Ryan is and like I understand that. And at the same time, like it's it's one of those where, okay, I don't know why I'm trying to explain this to you. I'm sorry. Uh, regardless, she's the one like I choose to love her, and I like I choose her first over everything else. Again, with that statement that I made before, like about our kids and what we give for them, and like I know you get it. I just for whatever reason felt the need to qualify the statement here. So, regardless, Ryan's the one I love the most, and she's the one that I've probably hurt the worst in my life relationally, and I would argue it's probably the same for her. And being married is a challenge. Like, we've had some really good seasons of life, and we've had some really tough seasons of life, and we had some, like, meh seasons of life. I even did the meh emoji in the blog. You'll appreciate it. Go check it out. Stellofellow.com slash journal slash family. No, it's not journal. It's just family. The journal is all the faith stuff. Regardless, we did not start out having a healthy dating relationship. We had to learn how. And we didn't start out with a healthy marriage. We had to learn like how to get there. We didn't start out as healthy parents. We have had to learn and try to navigate this thing while we go through it, and we continue to have to do that, and we've learned that it's not always happy around here, but we want it to be healthy. It's like kind of make a distinguishing, like, yeah, there's joy in it, uh, but it doesn't always mean like we're, I'm like, I'm happy. No, like two nights ago, I went happy. It was healthy here. So what is healthy? Healthy is taking ownership of your crap. When I do something stupid, I have to say, like, will you please forgive me for? Not, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. That's a crap apology. If you apologize that way, you're weak. Take offense to that, like, for real. Take offense to it. It, it, This isn't a happy thing to do. Like, that actually, that's a lazy, pathetic apathetic way of apologizing that's me like man i'm trying to say i'm sorry i want it to be better but i don't really want to own it please forgive me for or better 
will you please forgive me for now you're putting yourself in a very humble and sub like subjective subjective is the wrong word i am <laughs> i'm submitting to the fact that like i'm wrong and so i you know what i'm saying like i can't say it right for whatever reason i didn't even write it very good actually i wrote it better than i'm trying to say it go read it it's better that way <clears throat> I'll just read it. When I do something stupid, I have to say, will you please forgive me for fill in the blank? This is not a happy thing to do, but it's a really healthy thing to do. Admitting audibly that you're wrong and then asking for forgiveness from someone you've offended is not a happy place, it, it, but it's healthy. It's, so, it's a necessary thing to do in a relationship, very specifically a marital relationship. Why? Because you're going to do stupid crap. You just are. And... How, well, how do I begin to deal with it? You have to admit it, and you have to ask forgiveness. You don't demand it. You don't run around it like you're specific. Please forgive me for saying da-da-da-da-da. See, did you like the edit? I pulled some things back. Number two, forgiving each other. When the other person asks for forgiveness, Ryan is better at this than I am, we actually give it to them. That's not fun. Like, I am a fighter, which means I like to fight. And I don't mean like MMA anymore, like I'm 38. Like, yeah, I still go to the gym and stuff, but I don't like getting hit because my body hurts. We were in Bellagio. This is a cool story. We were in Bellagio last year. Bellagio is in Lake Como in Italy. So we're hanging out in this town, and I, at the time, had a broken hand. Why? Because I am a fighter. Ryan and I got in a fight, and uh, not like a fist fight. We got in an argument. I got hit. And then I hit the door. That may have been too much. We've told people, though. Uh, and so I um, I hit the door and broke my hand. Like, right there. You can still see the bump. Yep, see that bump? That's where the bone was snapped in half. The pinky is a different incident. And this bone broke, too, but different incident. Uh, so it broke my hand. And so my hand is wrapped up in Lake Como. And we're walking in this shop. Like, we walk in this little wood shop where they build, like, bowls and toys and uh, like checkered sets and chess sets and things like that. And it's like all kinds of like just home things, but it's all made out of wood. It was freaking amazing. So I'm standing in there. Ryan hits me, not like before in the fight, but like she bumps me. She's like, hey, Steven Tyler. And I was like, what? She's like, Steven Tyler's in the store. And I turn around and I do this. I'm not good being around famous people. Ryan goes, close your mouth. And so we walk over there. There's people around him and interacting and talking, like getting selfies, stuff like that. And, and I, because I do this, I don't usually engage. But Ryan's like, hey, let's go talk to him. So we're, we're standing there, kind of in line. Like we got the silver and we're in line just waiting, and he's in front of us checking out. Ryan leans over to his wife and he's like, hey, I like that dress. Where did you get it from? And so they start talking. Well, she's like, hey, babe, where'd you get this at? And he's like, oh, I found it in Dallas. And Ryan's like, oh, we're, we're from Dallas. And so we start talking. He turns around, introduces himself, looks at my hand. And he's like, what happened to you? And I was like, and he goes, you're going to fight? Like, I didn't even answer yet. And he's like, he's like, you're going to fight? And I was like, well, kind of. And he was like, you look like a fighter. Boom, right? Like, Steven Tyler was always one of my favorites, but right to the top, right? So dude's like, nah, you you look like you you can throw some punches. So I felt pretty good, and uh, it, regardless, I <laughs> that you're like, why did you tell that story? Why? Because I just wrote, I am a fighter, and it's fun. But seriously, I uh, 
I have that mentality. Like I, there are days I wake up and it's like this is going to be a rough day. It went, like somebody's going to say something and it's going to go south quick at a baseball game, and it happens. I, I'm not proud of it, and I read Proverbs and pray about it a lot. It's it helps. Point is, I like to be right, and I really, really hate to be wrong, and I'm really good at being mad. Like those are those are gifts I have. And in order for any relationship to work in my life, I have to be willing to let those things go. If I don't, like, I, I can just walk around burning bridges and blowing crap up all the time. And I don't mean, like, actually. I mean, like, metaphorically in the relationship, clarify that statement. Sometimes it's easier than other times. There are some relationships it's easier to extend forgiveness than others. And some of that is how people address it. Like, if... If something happens and you don't own your crap, I have a really hard time. Uh, if it's like legit, like it's a legit hurt and you didn't own it appropriately, I have a hard time with that because uh, I try to be as, sh- like I try to be as like, man, here it is. This is what I did and I'm sorry. Like, will you please forgive me? Fill in the blank. And I have a hard time, especially with men who can't do the same thing. Uh, if you are a man and a leader and you can't do that, uh that's sad. Like, go to the gym in your Bible, work that thing out. Um, regardless, we have to do that. Like, we have to extend it. Ryan's awesome at this. Like, anytime I'll own it, like, it's almost like we're good. There's a couple times, and that's not the case. I tend to take longer because I get my my feelings hurt probably more than she does. I'm definitely more sensitive than Ryan is. We have joked for years now that our uh, mentality is actually flipped. And so, Ryan. It, like, Ryan likes to talk, uh, but she doesn't like to l- listen at all. <clears throat> like, hates it. I really enjoy, like, deep conversation with, uh, like, whoever I'm pursuing the relationship with. Obviously, that's Ryan, but even in just in general. But, I like, I really like deep conversation, and I like listening and hearing what people think and asking questions and things like that. I, like I've, I could stay up until three in the morning chatting it with Ryan. She's not, she's like, uh, it's 11, 10. I'm out. Um, I don't know why I said, um, I hate, um, it's a filler word and it's as if you're not ready to talk yet. And that get ready before you talk, like ready record. Sorry for the ums. Cut those out of here. Ryan's better at this than I, or, Going back to our how we are, I'm I'm definitely more the sensitive side of things. I am more of like let's spend time together, let's hang out, let's have a chat, like let's make a little fire and drink some wine. <laughs> Sounds kind of cheesy. <laughs> I'm I'm the cuddler, I'm the talker slash listener listener, and I'm definitely the one that's easier to hurt my feelings than she is, which. Again, like, she makes more money than I do, and she's a monster at her job. Like, she's killing it. And I'm over here filming a video. (laughs) All for our benefit. I'm sorry. This is taking way longer than it should. We're 27 minutes into this, baby. Forgiving each other is absolutely necessary. And for some people, it's easier than others. And for some relationships, it's easier than others. Inside of marriage, sometimes it's pretty difficult depending on what challenges y'all have faced before, what challenges we have faced. And it depends on the situation. And so if you've read my story at all, you can go back, go back and check that. That's in the under journal. Scroll down to the bottom. It's like the second blog that I put out. Overall, I think it's on the homepage too. You can hit it there. Because of that, anytime I do something stupid inside the areas that I've struggled, that's 
that's more of a challenge for Ryan because it's hurtful because there's a past there. Regardless, anytime something happens, we have to extend forgiveness. We have to ask for it, not demand it. We have to ask for it and own it. Own it and ask for it. Maybe it's the way to do that. And then we have to extend forgiveness to the other person. Those are healthy things to do. The third thing that we have to do, we have to speak kindly to each other when we're frustrated or we have to wait until we calm down. And we tend to get really loud when we're mad or frustrated and it never translates well in communication. It just ends up being, uh, dang it, I did it again. It ends up being... I'm literally just waiting and, and I'm hearing words. I'm not processing anything you're saying. I'm, t- I'm listening to, to the words you're saying and I'm formulating my next response to you rather than listening to what's going on. When we get frustrated, when we get loud, and then the arguments just escalate because we are both fighters and we both want our way. And so we'll just take what's happening and it's rolling around and then how am I going to formulate a response and run with it? That's not a healthy way to do that. So we, anytime one of us calms down immediately, it it de-escalates the situation unless somebody's reached a point where it's like you got to get out of the house for a minute and go take a walk or a drive or go to the gym or just shut up and go to bed. We are not the couple. I We were told early in our relationship before we got married, never go to bed mad at each other. Maybe the second worst piece of advice we got for our relationship For some people, it's amazing and it works great. It does not work for us because the later it gets, the madder we get. We don't, we're not able to shift gears at times. Sometimes we need six, seven, eight hours of sleep and then wake up and we can have a civil conversation. That's okay. If that's you, there's nothing wrong with that. If you're a couple that needs to like fight it out or that you need to, to be able to, Hey, let's work it out before we go to bed. Great. Do that. It's just not us. And it does not work for us. We tried. And it just makes us up really late, tired, and things get a lot worse when we do that. And so we've learned over the years, there's a point where we both need to shut up and go away. And then we can come back and have a conversation or a disagreement, but it's much more peaceful then. And we can typically find a common ground and stand together and move forward on it. So speaking kindly, you have to own your crap and apologize, ask forgiveness. We have to extend forgiveness and we have to speak kindly or get away from each other until we have calmed down. Uh, the other thing that we do with great consistency that has brought health in our marriage is finding what's fun together. And the things that I put in here, the two things I put in here, but I'm going to add a couple more. We love, like we love food. We love to go eat. We love to find new places to eat that are fun, that are hip, that are cool. And we also really enjoy finding a place that becomes like a second home. There's two restaurants in downtown Grapevine that we go to. One is a bakery for breakfast brunch type and the other's a dinner place it's an italian place we hit those places up typically once a week if not and if not then it's it's once every two weeks because one we enjoy it there too we really really like deeply love getting to know people over an extended period of time and going like we've been eating at this restaurant for 15 years or we've been eating here i don't want the one italian place that we've eaten at we started eating at before tanner was born and so tanner's 13 our daughter Literally, so it's like 14, 15 years we've been eating at this restaurant and getting to know the wait staff and the people that own it. And so when we walk in, it's not like, hey, can we get a table? We walk in and it's like, hey, and people are hugging you and shaking your hands. And it's just different. It's fun to live in a kind of a small town type feel place and then to do those things and to invest there. And we've done that with both of those places and trying to find ways to give back, whether we are trying to help with, I'll go in and take photos and give them to them for uh the I did it again for the restaurant the bakery 
restaurant, uh, ba- bakery, brunch. Dear goodness, it's called Main Street Bakery. It's amazing. Go check it out. I've done some photos for them, for their Instagram, for their social media stuff. Not like, hey, give me a paycheck. Just like, man, let me take some photos and y'all just love it. So I've done that a couple a couple times. I'm in the process of editing some more stuff for them right now because they're opening a new place. It's called Piaf, a Mediterranean restaurant that's also downtown. Regardless, we love getting to know people and doing that together. And that's a way that we found that it's a really fun and it's a way that we connect so that's what we do. We love to travel together. We have, there's all different places we want to see. We want to invest more in our experiences, not only together, but with our kids than a, like we bought the size home we did because we said, hey, we want to invest in other things other than just the house. We, I mean, it's a nice house and we love it. It's a 1962 complete remodel from the inside, like had the thing gutted. We did a lot ourselves. I built this patio room that I'm sitting in right now. This used to be the window that I'm in right now and that's this brick right here used to be the outside wall. It used to be gray, and now it's white because that's how we painted it. And then that wall wasn't there. That, that There it is, that wall. It was just open air right to the backyard. And that's New York. The picture I took, I took that one. And this is pretty cool. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, we love, we love to travel. That's that is the time we usually take two trips a year. One is a short one, one's a little bit longer. And that's where we're able to put everything down and reconnect on a conversational level. What's gonna like what's the next season hold? What are we praying about? What are we thinking about? What are we doing with the kids as far as not like this weekend, not like hey, when's baseball this weekend, but rather where are we trying to go long term? Our son's ten what do we need to do this next year to get him to where we want him to be when he's 18 as far as like what has he experienced what does he know what have we taught him what have we focused on what are the experiences that we had together and enjoyed in this season of his life those are the times we get to do that where we go find a little coffee shop and sit down and read books sitting next to each other and we think and get creative and or just enjoy like uh it's open air and it's nice and it smells good here we found this little coffee shop in copenhagen in denmark that was inside this park that's next to an old castle and we sat there for like two hours reading books and drinking a cappuccino and eating this little it wasn't a muffin it was like a blueberry is that pastries is the wrong word maybe it's like a little cake thing we did that twice why it just was one of those things that stirred our affections for one another we go on walks like saturday sunday we'll hop on the bike and we'll go right around the neighborhood in this neighborhood next to us and just look at the houses and we live in kind of a quirky neighborhood right next to the lake and it's like fun just to go through and talk about things that we see that we like whatever so we found ways that we uniquely connect together and we do those things repetitively and that idea of after like busy seasons or like during the busy, whatever it is, like when things are challenging, we know that we can go, hey, if we do this, it's going to help stir our affections for each other. And then identifying the things that don't, well, let's avoid that and, and not do those things. And so that, that's been a really healthy thing for us. I don't know what that is for you or what that could be, but find those things and do them. Whatever it is that works, do it again. We, there's the, the five things I said, hey, what's healthy? Started with, we take ownership of our crap. Number two, we forgive each other. Number three, we speak kindly or we go away and, and get calm. We find fun things to do together. And then number five, we work really hard at it. And meaning, Ryan and I work because we work at it. Again, our personalities aren't naturally like easy 
to put together. And our like backgrounds, our situations, our storylines, those aren't easy things to go match, you know, they're just not. And so we have had to be intentional to work at it. And we've had to fight for it at times. We've had to be humble at times. We've had to ask forgiveness. We've had to extend grace. And we've had to do that when we didn't feel like it. We've had to change our minds about things and find common ground when it's like, this is what I think and this is what I think and neither one is working. So how do we fix that? The point is marriage is not easy. I always rap. I do weddings. One of the benefits of having been a student pastor is now I have people who are that were in my youth group that are now like mid-20s in, in that 20 to 30 age bracket where you get married or where a lot of people get married. And I so I get asked to do a lot of weddings. And so every time I'm wrapping it up, I wrap it up with this, listen, hey, marriage is going to be absolutely amazing. And marriage is going to be absolutely awful in anywhere between on that scale. And the deal is it's going to be good, it's going to be bad, and all kinds of in the middle. And the things that work do those a lot and then try to avoid the things that don't and we what we do like we find the things that work and we do those a lot and then we try to regularly be evaluating what's not working and not do those things when there is a down season or a challenging or even a difficult season we look back at those things and then we try to stir our affections for one another i'm literally just reading right now and do those again we listen a lot we don't say much And when we do, we try to make sure it's either a kind word or I am sorry for fill in the blank. We haven't figured all of this out. And we have our fair share of failures and blow ups. And we probably miss more than we make if we're being like legit honest. And at the same time, we really love our life together. And we've worked really hard for it. Again, we had like lucky that we were born in the families we were and where we were and have had the benefits of everything that we have had. And at the same time, we still had to work really hard at our relationship and to like cultivate what it is that we had to start with to get where we are today. And I will say that it has like it's been a like crazy honor and blessing to be married to Ryan and it's been so much flipping fun the last two decades and even though she drives me bananas this is really fun at the end I said even though or even when she drives me bananas <sighs> take 15 there it is it's been an honor and a blessing and a heck of a lot of fun to be married to Ryan even when she drives me bananas but I like bananas especially on my pancakes in Brooklyn and luckily Ryan likes to travel and share brunch meals so bananas really ain't that bad it's, look at that, like, wordsmithing it, put them together, period. Pancakes at Five Leaves in Brooklyn, go check them out. If you're ever in Brooklyn, do not miss Five Leaves. Go get the, it's like a banana, it's a banana and strawberry. They make this butter, this mix with bananas, they put it on top, and then they slice a banana, they put strawberries around it, and then get that in a beer. And it literally is hands down the best brunch I have ever had in my life, and I've had a few. So regardless, hey, thanks for jumping on today and checking out How to Be Healthily Married. If you have a comment, a thought, an argument, a response, something you want to talk about, I'm more than happy to engage in a conversation with you. You can reach me at stellofellow at gmail.com. Use the subject line, Casey, I'd like to talk to you about fill in the blank. If you want to see or hear or check out any other blogs or whatever about faith, family, fashion, or fitness, you can check it out at www.stellofellow.com. Hey, have a great day. Hope you enjoy it. 
And we will see you next time. Oh, oh, I guess we can do a little edit music. And there it is. Intro music's back on. We're playing. Thank you, produce. I actually can't hear it in my headphones because whatever. Hey, thanks for joining us. <laughs>